Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Thomas Risley Church. Can you believe it's Palm Sunday already? So this week ahead is Holy Week, and there are extra services we can be involved in to help us focus on Easter. Please see the newsletter with the times and the dates and the Zoom addresses for all of these. Many of you will have many of you will have this email to you. If not, please see the website. As for today, most of you will have received a package with a, a palm cross and some crayons and some pictures. Um, if you've got that, I think you may need it for today. So Today, our service is led by Steve Erhart. After the service, there is a prayer breakout room manned by Fiona, Fiona Wakefield and Dave Thurston. Please join if you would like some extra prayer. If not, remain for a chat afterwards. As always, Please remain on mute unless you have a role during the service. Thank you. And over to Steve. Thanks, Sandra. Talking of prayer, shall we just open with a very quick prayer? Father, we give thanks for this morning. We give thanks that that the uh, the virus seems to be receding and this uh, hopes that we will start to get back to normal. We give thanks that we're still able to meet here electronically uh, on Zoom. And Father, we just ask you to bless our service this morning to to be with you, be with us even. Um, we invite you to be with us here um, this morning in our service and as we we go through Holy Week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> call to worship this morning is from Psalm 118. And it's, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, his steadfast love endures forever. Open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you. I thank you that you have answered me and become my salvation. The stone that the builders reject has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be, rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Amen. 
So as, as Amanda mentioned, you should have an envelope, hopefully, or most people hopefully have an envelope with uh, some items in it. Um, and, and we're going to start with the palm crosses. So hopefully most or all of, all of us will have a palm cross. So we're going to pray now. And I think, and, and then we're going to, after the prayer, uh, I'm going to lead us in prayer. And then Dave Thurston will bring us the Lord's prayer. And then we're going to sing our first song. So as we pray and as we sing, let's, let's uh, keep hold of our crosses if we've got them and we're able to. Let's pray. Loving God, give us joy in our hearts as we shout Hosanna, welcoming Jesus our King with our palm crosses, celebrating all that we hope for as the Easter story unfolds this week. Be with us this week as we journey through Holy Week and the celebration of this morning turns to the sadness of Good Friday. Give us the faith we need to follow you in the way of the cross, which leads to life. Amen. And Dave's going to bring us the Lord's Prayer. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen.
it's birthdays time. And uh, it, does anybody have a birthday either this week or one that we've missed so far? Give us a wave. No. No. I can't see anybody. It, it, no. Doesn't look like it. So, bit of a reprieve there. Uh, <laughs> now on to the Bible readings. First reading from Luke chapter 19, verses 28 to, six, to 46. Jesus comes to Jerusalem as king. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem as he approached Bethpage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives. He sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you'll find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. Untie it and bring it here. Sorry, the printer's gone off a lot of place. Oh, there we go. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it, just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owner asked them, why are you untying the colt? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where, where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied. If they kept quiet, the stones would cry out. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, if you, even you, had, had only known of this day, what would bring you peace? But now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. When Jesus entered the temple courts, he began to drive out those who were selling. It is written, he said to them, my house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. The second reading is Mark chapter 11, verses 1 to 11. Jesus comes to Jerusalem as king. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? Say, the Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, 
and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Thanks, Brian and Rachel. So I read through those readings uh, preparing for today and um, I think I might have managed to keep the sermon quite short. Even even Dave, I think, will be proud of this. So uh, the points I think we've got, I know there was, there was something in there about branches and I think that's where these come from. There was something about animal rides and there was something about excited people. I think that's it. I think we're done. So it was lovely to see everybody this morning. Uh, no, right. Okay. So there's probably a little bit more to it than, uh, than people like waving branches and palm leaves and Jesus like donkey rides. I think there's a little more to it than that. So perhaps we will need to take a few more minutes to think about what else maybe the Bible is trying to tell us about Palm Sunday. So as Jesus approached Jerusalem, there were a lot of people lining the streets. They laid down the coats. They were waving the branches from the fields. It, it was a big event. People were excited. Um, and people were showing their respect for Jesus. And they were showing that they considered him to be their king. And the people had realized they'd finally got the king they were looking for. And along comes Jesus, and he's on his donkey. So I don't think he would have looked that intimidating or regal, and it wasn't a big chariot with swords and spears. And so you wonder whether people might have been wondering then, but he, um, the, the prophecies had said he'd come on a donkey, so they would have recognized that. Now, people were looking for Jesus to bring them victory and bring them freedom from Roman rule. So while they were celebrating and they were lining the path, they were shouting and they were shouting Hosanna. And um, uh, and it's interesting when you ask people what Hosanna means and it, people think, oh, it's, uh, you know, it's it's hooray and wonder just a just a just a sort of noise of victory. And but it. The literal translation of Hosanna is save us. So they were shouting for Jesus to save them. And they would ex- they were expecting that he was going to do that. He was coming and he was going to save them. Now, of course, Jesus did come to save. But I don't think they were expecting Jesus to save in the way that he did. It wasn't what they were anticipating. The people in Jerusalem thought that Jesus was going to be an earthly king. He was going to come and he was going to defeat the Romans and get rid of the political tyrants and the people who were mistreating them. But that's not that we know that's not what happened or not exactly what happened, at least. Jesus rode triumphantly into town that day. But by Friday, he was hanging on the cross he wasn't saving them 
from the political leaders, at least not in the way that they were expecting. He was saving them from something much bigger and in a way that was much better. It was better than anyone there could have hoped for. Better, I think, sometimes better than the, than, than often what we hope for. You know, I think sometimes we think that Jesus will save us in certain ways or when we pray we have specific expectations and maybe we think we know how our prayers should be answered and sometimes that is how our prayers are answered but other times it isn't sometimes we get confused or we get upset when God's ways don't look like our ways don't look like what we hope should happen now, obviously, for the people in uh, that were in Jerusalem at that time, we've got uh, 2,000 years of extra knowledge of, of how their prayers were answered. And so we know, we know how Jesus saved or saves. Um, but we don't have that sometimes for, for when we pray. We pray um, sometimes asking for an outcome, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but sometimes... God knows that the outcome should be something different than we're asking for. We can be assured that God has much bigger plans in mind, much bigger plans than, than our than, than we can dream up. He has delivered us and he continues to do so. Our job is to trust and continue to follow and continue to praise him. On that day, on that day in Jerusalem, not everybody there actually was cheering for Jesus, though. The religious leaders weren't at all happy to see him. In the Bible, some of those, we, we read that some of those leaders told Jesus he should quieten down the people and not, not let them make such a fuss. And Jesus responded by saying that if the people didn't call out his name, the rocks would cry out instead. And, uh, and that's the inspiration for the, for the pebble painting and the time of prayer that we're going to have shortly. Before that, though, I think there's one other message about Palm Sunday that's been with me as I've been reading and praying and thinking about um, today's service. And that message is about Palm Sunday and about getting ready. So Palm Sunday was about Jesus and his disciples, or particularly Jesus, getting ready for the cross and obviously the resurrection. It's a message. It's a message to us to get ready for God's kingdom. It was a message to the people there, for the for the disciples, for the people for the following, that they should get ready for God's kingdom. But I also wonder, particularly this year, if it's an opportunity for us to get ready for the time when things will start to return more to normal. That we should maybe spend some time this Holy Week reflecting on the sacrifice and gift of Jesus and how we can respond to that as our lives start to return to normal, as we're able to start meeting people in different ways again we we were chatting about cafes um at the start of the service 
you know, as we start to to get out together and to meet. What what does Palm Sunday mean in that context? How can we how can we shout Hosanna? How can we cheer for for Jesus? The opportunity obviously is for all of us as individuals, but I also think it's for us as a church. You know, it's great that we've got lots of people on Zoom this morning. It's great that we've managed to stay in touch, but we haven't all managed to stay in touch. We haven't all managed to, we haven't all managed Zoom. There's been, you know, that we know that there's people who are missing. We know that there's people who've maybe developed new routines on a, on a Sunday morning or, uh, well, not just Sunday morning, you know, who've, who've sort of lost sight of what the church is doing in, in the community or, or haven't seen or just don't know. So, you know, we spoke at the AGM about how we could be that beacon, the beacon of Jesus, the beacon of God's love in Birchwood. Um, and I think that maybe that's something again that we should think about. Um, through this Holy Week, um, and particularly perhaps today, you know, something for our prayers and our quiet times today, just to think about what that means. So now we're going to paint our pebbles. If you've managed to collect a pebble or two, that's fantastic. If you haven't, um, we've got the the printouts of the pebbles that were in the packs that hopefully people have received. Uh, there's a, a little wooden pebble that you can use if you want to use. Um, and um, and if you haven't got any of those, just a piece of paper. And if you don't want to, that's absolutely fine. You can just perhaps just use this as a little time of reflection or a time of prayer. And we will We'll pray together. We'll have a bit of time of silence together. And then as we continue, we'll also, um, uh, as we continue, I'll invite, um, Tim to include our, our other song, um, My Lighthouse, which we can carry on. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. During that song, we can either join in with the singing or we can carry on with our pebbles if we want to. So I've got a couple of examples that, that I've put together this week that I'll share with you. Um, so I used the crayons that we've got to, to do a I can work out and get the thing there, a little rainbow with the crayons. Um, I managed to find some paints for some and I've got one there. It's just a little hill with some crosses. Um, thinking about the, the, uh, good, the, sorry, the Palm Sunday story. We've got the, the donkey with some palm leaves there. I'll try and describe it because you probably won't be able to tell what it is from my painting. Um, thinking about the stones crying out, we've got a stone with Hosanna, which is hopefully the right way around. And just a simple one there with, um, with Hosanna just drawn on it. So have a think about have a think about what you want to do. Um, <clears throat> if you don't want to draw at all, you could, <clears throat> excuse me, just use just use your pebble to write a prayer onto, or uh, which I've done there. Or you can colour in the uh, 
and a couple of other examples there you can colour in the pebbles that are in the in the book. So <clears throat> feel free to make a start. There's nothing. There's no. There's no rules. You can uh, you can you can do anything at all. I'm going. We'll just have a, a few minutes of a couple of minutes of, of quiet prayer. Then I will lead us in a short prayer as we continue to reflect and um, paint our pebbles. Um, and then we will have our our, our song, uh, My Lighthouse. So let's let's pray and paint and reflect. On this day of rejoicing, Lord Jesus Christ, when we welcome you as our King and Saviour, we also walk in the shadow of your cross. Hosanna, we cry. Hosanna. Strengthen our faith on this Palm Sunday so that when the time comes to carry the cross, we might still call out to you with heartfelt praise. Give us the grace and the courage to follow you this Holy Week. From death to resurrection, from darkness to light. Amen. Tim, do you want to start the song when you're ready? In my wrestling, in my doubts, in my failures, you won't walk out. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Oh, you are the peace in my troubled sea. Silence, you won't let go. In the questions, your truth will hold. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Oh, you are the peace in my troubled sea.
I'll just show a couple that we've just done here. There's, there's this one that Eloise has done. And mine are a little bit more basic. So just lots of, lots of hosannas and a, and a cross with hosanna. If anybody wants to show what they've done, you can either, you can, it's probably easiest to, yeah. Oh, that's cool. See a few there. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Beautiful. Excellent. Love them. Thank you. Brilliant. Wow, that howl is amazing. Brilliant. Thank you, everybody. If you've not finished, um, I'm going to invite Fiona to lead us in prayer now. So other than Fiona, you can you can carry on. Or maybe Fiona can as well. You might be able to multitask Fiona, but I want to lead long. us in prayers. Thank you. Thank you. Let us pray. Let us turn to God, a God of tenderness and compassion, who hears us all in our needs. We pray for the church in this country and in every part of the world. As sons and daughters of the one God, may we be united in exposing the powers of evil and live in peace. Witnesses to God's love wherever we are. Through the love and sacrifice of Jesus, Lord, graciously hear us. God so loved the world that in Christ dying and rising, we are set free from the denominations of evil. Let us pray for our own minister here, Jenny, our elders and Stuart. May they, along with the wider URC and other denominations of faith, 
steadfastly lead the church in loving, compassionate service of the family of Christ. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray that we may set aside false distinctions between rich and poor, ethnic diversity and work together to build the kingdom of justice and peace set free in Christ. Lord, graciously hear us. We remember all who work for peace amongst nations and peoples. We pray today for those nations in conflict, especially in Myanmar and Syria. Places desolated by the ravages of war, persecution and drought. We pray too for the unrest here in our own country, in Bristol and Manchester and other towns, at the Kill kill the Bill protests. We ask the peace and calm to be restored here. Lord, bring hope to those who are in need and strengthen those who, who hunger and thirst for justice and for peace. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for the sick, injured and those suffering from COVID. We pray for those known to us and in our prayer chain. May you, God, grant them courage and strength, knowing Christ is with them. Lord, graciously hear us. Let us pray for all our deceased relatives and friends. For all who have died recently, those listed online here in Warrington in The Guardian due to COVID, and for all those whose anniversaries occur at this time, may they rest in the peace that has no end. Lord, graciously hear us. Let us now pray for a few moments in the silence of our own art. Almighty and ever-living God, we are united in the Father who gave his Son to us. May our faith draw us ever more deeply into the divine oneness, breaking down the barriers of anxiety and fear and restoring hope. We ask this gift of the Creator by the power of the Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you, Fiona. What lovely prayers. And thank you, Steve, for reminding us that our Lord is so wonderful and did, and, and paid the ultimate price. And I want to remind you that this week there are things that we can be involved in, things that we can really home in on and and concentrate on to help us get close to God and get close to what Jesus did for us. And one of the things about wave, waving the palms and and um and shouting out hallelujah, one thing that we can do this week is bring our little posy of flowers 
to the cross that is going to be outside church. It's a real statement, a real statement of belief. So I just encourage you to do that. The instructions are on, on the news link. But as we finish this service, let's say the grace together. So if you unmute and put yourselves on gallery view so you can see everybody. And if you've got a palm cross, perhaps activate it as well. May the grace of grace our, of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, Christ and the love of God, God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, all. all. Amen. Amen.